Destruction. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Your Average Critics. Joined today by Obi and Chris. Uh, Ollie's landed safely in New Zealand, probably probably watching like the extended editions of Lord of the Rings. That's why they made it, Hobbitville, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was sure. asking about um, that Battle Royale film, so we might have watched that. Battle Royale? That film didn't say not Battle Royale. Bad times that they were out. To be fair, I was called it Battle Royale. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because someone, someone, I saw Dan Brennan actually, um, when I was about to see it, he was like, what are you seeing? I was like, oh yeah, uh, Batty in the City of El Royale. <laughs> I completely forgot what it was called. All I remember was El Royale. It's um, a bare long name for a film. Bad yeah. times at the El Royale. Well, we'll you'll find out later in this episode whether we had good times at the bad times at El Royale or bad times at the bad times at El Royale. Um, what a tongue twister. Yes, I know. But we're going to talk a little bit more about, um, well, a Star is Born, um, and then some TV and stuff that we've been watching. But first of all, should we start news, with the news? news. news, news. So, news that Netflix has cancelled three of its. Three? Yeah, three shows. Iron yeah. Fist and Deadpool. Iron Fist, Luke Orange Cage, and Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah, but. Well, okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Orange is the New Black, Black is ending. Yeah, so. yeah. Orange is the New Black was only renewed till season, season seven, three seasons ago, anyway. Okay, but then normally, like you know, they would continually just. I mean, they, they should have ended it a while ago. But so, yeah. do you two think that that's like fair enough? Like season seven, called... they could have probably ended it season six, but they've oh, got some. They could have ended it after season four. Yeah. Is season seven the current one? No, season six, season is, the six is the current one. Season seven will be the next one, yeah. the next and final one. Yeah. Okay. But like basically, season one was sick. Season two was decent. Season three was okay. Season four was garbage, if I'm right. Season five, they brought it back again. Season six being okay, fairly decent. What's the thing that you wanted me to look out for, though, in season six? <laughs> I really got Because you were like, oh, you yeah. see it coming? Now I remember. Now I remember. So at the end of season six, you don't give a shit, do you? I do not yeah, give a shit. Okay. Your monkeys. Spoilers. So at the end of season... So basically, season six, right? Um, it's kind of like flashbacks and uh, between present day and um, like 30-odd years ago, where... I can't remember what name. The, the, old, the old woman in there who's like sick at like survival. She's got like six survival skills. Mm. I can't remember her name. Red? No, no, no. no. I her, know her mate. Yeah, her mate. Uh, she's the one who made the bunker in season yeah. five. And yeah, I can't remember her name. I yet. don't know her name. But yeah, so she was in the prison. It shows her in the prison like 30 years ago with these two sisters. And basically she, she plays the two sisters against each other. So they start like a prison riot. And she, um, uh, tra- they would, they had like some sort of contraband thing going where they were selling something. I think it was like cigarettes or something. And she basically dubbed him in and got got off and she went and she um got to leave prison. So she comes back thirty years later and they're in this like new prison, this um, maximum security prison, and basically she spots that they're there, so she spends the whole season trying to stay away from them because obviously they both want to kill her. And in the end, I'm just gonna skip to the end because it doesn't really the rest of it don't really matter. In the end, <clears throat> um they like um the two sisters like plan to kill her, but the two sisters hate each other, so then they end up fighting each other. And so it looks like they've killed each other, right? But the way that the, the way that the weapons have been positioned, like in the back and where the uh, in the front and the level, and the way the bodies have been positioned, it looks like someone might have killed both of them. Okay. In, rather than them killing each other. So you think this? So I think I think she because she there's like a whole big like ru- uh, uh, g- uh, game of kickball going on. So everyone's like outside playing kickball whilst um, these two sisters are plotting to kill what's her face. And she doesn't go up to play the game. She stays inside. And you don't see anything until after they've been killed. So I okay. reckon she might have killed both of them. Oh, not that twist. That's pretty good, actually. I didn't see that, though. I just thought they'd killed each other like everyone else. So do you even care if what the actual resolution is in season I three? just don't know what, what... We don't care for season six because Piper's... Um, big, big old spoiler that we all knew anyway... Piper's free. 
Her papers are being pushed forward. She's allowed to go early. Someone someone changed it because um, someone changed it so she would stay in there longer because of the whole drugs thing, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was um, it was um, shit. Who was gonna? Someone someone was supposed to change it so that she was in there for, uh, for ages. It was um that girl that girl from Boston. And then the cop that she told about the drugs and then changed it. Yeah, he changed it back because I think her staying longer would have been bad for him somehow because he had some sort of operation. Yes, yes. He made it so that she was like released like the next day. Oh, so she's not even gonna be in season seven. She'll probably be in season seven because her wife's in there. Yeah, so she's what? Her wife's in prison. Alex. Yeah, (laughs) prison. Okay. Um, But um, and I'm I'm bare convinced she's Alex is gonna die. Yeah, I think she'll die as well. Mm. But um, obviously, you know the whole thing's like based on on the, a book, and like that book's based on the true story. Mm-hmm. So I think season seven is just going to be like her writing her book, whilst obviously okay. loads of other shit's going on in the prison. And you know, it is what it is. Like I think it's at the end of the day, it's an okay series. It's not brilliant or anything. So what about uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fish? Do you've seen Ob seasons two of both of them? I uh, kind of gave up. And I've have you seen bastard. season two of Luke Cage, not Iron Fist. You fucking bastard! I just I'm behind, man. I've pair, got so you, many things you to watch. Pair of absolute bastards. I've got other other things to watch. I'll watch season three of Daredevil. I'll watch. watch so. I'll watch season two. But a big old thing at this year's yeah, and <clears throat> maybe it's not a big thing. Maybe I'm just gonna say it. But no one gives a fuck if any of these four in, in Avengers at any point. Like I feel like. Did anyone ever give a fuck if any of these four? No, that's what I mean. Like, the only one would probably be. Matt Murdock. Yeah, but really? Like Daredevil. Why though? Actually, and Luke Cage. Because I think, I think that's Luke Cage, I think, can be useful because he's strong and, like, impenetrable. Um, sort of like an actual human version of the Hulk. Mm. Uh, and I think Matt Murdock's just, like, Daredevil and his villains are certainly, like, the most interesting. Mm. Um, you know, and things... I feel like Wilson Fisk could play, like, a, a more, you know, a prominent part in the Avengers MCU. Mm. But then again, like, the Avengers... MCU films tend to focus on big yeah. events, whereas like yeah. the the Netflix shows are quite stripped Niche, back yeah. and like I, city kind of focused. I never really thought of obviously I know they're in the same universe, but I never really thought of these Netflix shows as being in the same universe as the thing. I, I I know they are like I just said. I saying I never I saying I never really th- I I don't really I kind of keep them separate. In my mind. They are they are. I know that I know they are connected because yeah. they say oh the big green guy in the sky and all shit like that, mm. but. In my eyes, like they're kind of like even even like in my eyes, I think they're just they're just two separate entities, and like ne- neither will cross over with, uh, with, ev- with the other at any point. But then, yeah. are you surprised or dis- disappointed that Iron Fist or Luke Cage? Can my count? biggest thing is that none of the none of the seasons are great. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not. I don't think they're great. I think they're decent to good. I don't think any are really great. Okay. And it just like. They're they're nice to watch, but there's no real, there's not a massive appeal to me okay. to go out my way to watch it. But when I first, when it first started, I was like, oh yeah, good, this is four new characters, I'm gonna watch them. But in hindsight of watching it, I think that's right. I don't actually think I don't actually think any of them are that good. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Kingpin, great villain. I even thought both of Luke Cage's villains I thought were good. Wait, second one was. Second one was. The Bush Bushmaster. Yeah, I thought both his villains were good. I even think I think all the villains are really good, but as hero status, I just don't think I don't think the series are particularly good. I think I don't know what one Iron Fist is probably the worst. Then it goes Punisher, then it goes Jessica Jones, then it goes Luke Cage, Daredevil. See I but, liked Punisher. I really liked Punisher. I just but thought it was a waste of time. I think it was over long. I just I think they'd they'd be well suited for a uh, Disney Channel. 
Maybe. No. So, do you think the reason that they've been cancelled is to move yeah. over to Disney? Or, like, as a part of, like, okay, well, you know, they didn't, they might not have done as well. Disney are now pretty much confirming this merger with Fox. They're going to launch their own streaming service. Yeah. Why should, you know, are they even going to bother with a season three of Jessica Jones? Or? Well, Jessica Jones has been renewed for season three, so I imagine they. That might by even be the last one then. Yeah. They were going to renew this, weren't they? They, moved, they knocked it down to this 10. Being... Uh, Luke Cage, sorry. They, they were going to start it, and they knocked it down from 12 to 10 episodes, similar to Iron Fist, and then that, that was in uh, August time, and then obviously this came out yesterday or today or whatever, mm. that Luke Cage was cancelled. Mm. Um... Well, it's just that's quite a surprise, because I thought it got good reviews, actually. Not as good as the first season, but I thought Luke Cage did quite well. So it must be something to do with like Disney wanting to... Yeah, because I, mean, I can't see why Netflix wouldn't want to. But, but then also, Netflix never publish viewership for their own no. for their own um, viewers audience. No, no, for their own Netflix original series. Oh, okay. I think they do it for others, but they don't do it for Netflix originals. Inverted commas. Well, I put on the oh, yeah, group too. chat yesterday, and I can't remember where I saw it or heard it, and maybe I'm just making it up. But I'm pretty sure Netflix only originally like signed up to do. Uh, two Daredevils and then one of each of Jessica, Iron Fist, Luke Cage and then a Defenders tie-up. And then it was only like... So the Punisher was extra because that character did so well in season two. They're like, okay, we'll do a series on Punisher. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, actually Luke Cage did all right. You know, so they just kept renewing them. But I think the original run was only like those five or six series. Mm. Um, so I guess it has kind of, you know, extended um, and gone beyond what they originally... Uh, were thinking mm. um, but I can't imagine I don't know I think the Disney streaming because Disney are so kind of family friendly they're not going to have like 18 rated I think well. superhero bloody violent I feel, I feel like the I feel, I feel like they could they definitely could just decide to do like you know Heroes for Hire Daughters of Dragon and spin off a Disney channel but it can't be in the same tone as what we've got now because like like I said earlier like Luke Cage people were burned alive people had their heads chopped off yeah, you know what I'm saying N words F words S like bitch shit all that stuff like and even uh, same with Iron Fist Iron Fist this season was like super I thought super violent obviously it was um, there was no like chopping heads off or anything like that like I think in Defenders in it that geezer gets his head chopped off yeah. and Misty gets her arm chopped off but in Iron Fist like the uh, the some of the villains are there like fucking just <laughs> killing people like proper and there's like blood and shit everywhere like I just can't see that being on Disney Channel no, or, any, or, or a Disney sponsored streaming service. No, unless they t- completely t- change the tone of it, which I, which I wouldn't mind. Oh, I th- I, no, I, th- I think they've set a precedence for that. And like, obviously, like adult um, geared content does does do well. You got Logan, you got the Deadpool, even Venom's rated fifteen in the UK. That's mm. actually done quite well mm. um, financially. So there is an appetite for this sort of thing. And obviously, like the Netflix shows have done quite well. Even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think some of those episodes can be quite violent. Mm. Um, so that's definitely not, like, within there. You know, I think that would probably be a bit too adult for what the, the 12-rated stuff that the MCU put out. So I think I think if Disney were smart, they would either have a, a separate section where they do have, like, adult... I don't want to say adult films, because that makes yeah. it sound like pornography. How can you control that, though? You can do, like, what Virgin Box has and have, like, a passcode for things that are over a certain age limit. Yeah, and even Netflix has Netflix Kids, or, mm. like, the normal Netflix. Mm. Or, if that was them, I'd just keep it on Netflix, or ABC, which 
which I think is what um, Agents of Shield is made through. Yeah. So just just be like, okay, well, we're moving everything onto Netflix. Is that stopping? I what Agents of Shield? Well, me and God were talking sure. about earlier. I thought that it got cancelled, but nah, season it got it was six, it, it's so on. I think yeah, but that was like a last minute renewal. Oh, okay. So I, I again I don't know because they've got some interesting characters in that like Ghost Rider and the but... people fans apparently love it. What Agents of Shield? Yeah, they yeah. love it. I don't know because they bring in so many different characters that. You don't expect, like, they had the Inhumans before the Inhumans TV series came out. They've had Ghost Rider, they've had yeah some other dude they have now, which I don't but, know his name, but... Go on. I was going to say, some, someone said, I was looking through the uh, I was through Twitter this morning, and someone said that um, it's possible that with the whole merger and stuff, I think, because, I think, does Fo- I think Fox owns Hulu? I think. Oh, okay. So they were saying yeah. that maybe they'll just put them all on, they'll put them on Hulu because Hulu's got like yeah. more adult content. That would be smart. I don't, I don't know if they sold the Hulu though. I don't know. But obviously it's like just, Fox yeah. have also got Family Guy, they've got Simpsons. That's all Disney now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But like, oh, just, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Shame. They've also, you know, so they've they've got, and, and some of their films obviously like X-Men and that. Films um, I think are a bit different though because you can just, oh, I don't know. Disney, did Disney not have any films over like a PG line? I don't think I don't think Disney have any films over 12 they don't honestly. have any films over 12 they don't make them well, but th- that's what Marvel though Marvel Disney do you count them Marvel was all 12 they're all 12 none of them are 15 is it yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they wouldn't make them over well yeah certainly not PG-13 over PG-13 but um, so Disney like I've, I've might have mentioned this before but Disney used to own Miramax like another distribution company mm. and they used to release all of their kind of 15, 18 rated films through Miramax because mm. obviously they don't want to sully the Disney brand. So yeah. again, like I think they should do that now. They've got Fox, an established brand, Fox Searchlight, all these things. Mm. Just if you want to create more adult, you know, oriented films and TV shows, put it through that channel yeah. instead. Yeah. You know, keep making your Deadpools, your X Forces, your Logans. I think they'll lose a lot of. I think they'll lose a lot of um, viewership if they don't. Oh, 100%. Like, that is a huge market. Mm. Yeah. And if they don't, then if you're a Sony or a Paramount or whoever else is left, you'd be like, okay, well, they'd stick into the, the, the young audience. We will capitalise on the, the niche in the market. Um, but also, Disney uh, released the new jobs for, for the ex-Fox executives, and they've kept pretty much most of them on. Oh. Um, so, like, the big ones, so, like, the head of... Um, Fox Searchlight which is but like heard... an independent arm like Damn. 20th Century Fox so that is for me it sounds like good news because they're not like getting rid of all of the old mm. guard and being like let's put our new can I sorry sorry <laughs> can I just quickly interrupt the conversation have you trimmed your beard on my, on my yeah beard? okay I'm just, I'm just checking because I'm looking it looks a bit lighter anyway carry on conversation sorry is that a positive is it looking fresh no it's good it's good yeah, I was yeah, just I, wondering I was imagining it I heard a rumour <laughs> that Fantastic Four is a thing that might come in the oh, after yeah, um, <laughs> Avengers. Rich. What? Shortly straight up. away? Shortly up, like they're gonna make a film, like no, not like when I say shortly, like a year. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. Well, that would need to be sure. pretty. Yeah, they'd have to start now. filming, like no, yeah. Yeah, but like, I feel, I feel no, like heard not necessarily a film, sorry, that they will be in something. Oh, like as in, in like that a... space of time. I mean, they might as well. They need to. I think they need to pretty sharpish start capitalizing on all these properties that they've got. Like. Yeah. You know, you're thinking New Mutants and then Dark Phoenix will probably be the end of that X-Men Fox run. I don't know. There might Dark be a Deadpool might be a Deadpool three and or an X Force film. But then other than that, yeah. then they they've got to quickly because people are gonna have Do an they, appetite. Can, they, can they not just take their time? I think people are gonna have an appetite for it. What, the ho- what for like X Men stuff? Yeah. Disney have now got the rights to mm. almost all of the 
the the mm. comic who heroes know? that they have. Who well, don't they, don't, they don't have like Venom and, and things like that, mm. like the Sony ones. Jesus. But if you're a fan and you have the opportunity for like X Men or Fantastic Four yeah. to be done by Kevin Feige, yeah. are, um, are you going to wait five six years for that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm yeah, probably I'd rather not. not. So you're not. telling me you you wouldn't watch it in five six years. Glenn, oh, of course I would, but I want it. You know, you you people are in. It's taken eleven. It's taken eleven years for like by the time next Avenger comes out, it's be eleven years. Yeah, we've waited eleven years. Yeah, but the, but now can... it can happen. So I, if I was yeah. them, I would like at least start drip feeding it. Like maybe they would make reference to a Sue Storm or someone else or maybe. whatever Johnny someone. How do you think? So like, this we're gonna go. We always do this, right? Go to MCU territory. Yeah. So how do you... Because obviously X-Men's full of like... The world's full of mutants and stuff like that. How do you think they would introduce that into the... They'd game? have to start again. That's what I think. I don't Just, think... I think they'd start again and they could probably tie it in with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Inhumans thing. I reckon they would either do... Um, What's the difference between an inhuman and a mutant? Either they do alternative timelines. Like alternate universe. Oh, boy, or oh, they would... So say... Um, we're assuming that there's oh. going to be a certain amount of... Um, time travel involved um, yeah, in yeah. Avengers 4 yeah. so maybe like, they go Ooh. forward in time back in time and then there's mutants that's what I that's, that's, I think uh, I said that I think I said that a couple of weeks ago that's what I think they're going to so do so you think about the yeah. effect yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and I, I think, think that's that's that would be really interesting because you do not want to start again when you've got all this legacy yeah. like you can recast people maybe like and that but basically you need to know that from Iron Man everything has still, still happened yeah. and like there will be a certain amount of retconning and blah 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 yeah. but you don't want to completely start again. Do you know, what? I definitely think the thing I read shortly after Avengers three came out is definitely the storyline for Avengers four. What's that then? I, well, I can't say that. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Such a vague sentence. No, to say. no, no. You guys are not have said that. I'm not gonna say it because <laughs> I don't know if I had the thing just spoke for me. Okay. But, but apparently the 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 title got released the other, uh, or like, it hasn't. Yeah, I know, but apparently it's going to be Avengers Annihilation or something. There's it? been so many. That picture they tweeted out like the Russos, and it was everyone's like. Looking into all the letters you could make out of all the props, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm excited. I think they'll release the title after Captain Marvel now. I think. Is in Captain? Is Captain Marvel before? Oh yeah, yeah like the end credits, yeah. like Captain Marvel will appear in Avengers. Avengers. Da, 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 da. Yeah, probably. Acceleration. But we'll see it beforehand because it will come up at some kind of Comic Con or, or thingy. Maybe. Um, also on the MCU theme, Guardians of the Galaxy. Unsurprisingly, uh, the third one has been pushed back to twenty twenty one. At the oh, earliest, um, and they're Dave, pushing mate, ahead. Yourself out. They are pushing ahead with uh, Doctor Strange two. Yeah. Um, so that is likely after Spider Man. Home. No. Home. Far from home. Oh yeah. Um, Doctor Strange two is likely to be the next one mm-hmm. that we see. Um, what? But what do you think about Chris Evans' uh, tweet reduction? I don't think he said anything in that tweet that was a spoiler. Anyway, he said it was his last day of filming. No, no. Avengers four. Oh okay. Yeah. And. He was. It was emotional. Like it's going to be emotional for him. Someone who played a character for like eight years. But then like, that doesn't that just imply that he's done with the role. Yeah, but then Why everyone's implying that he's gonna die. But you, we don't know. And like maybe it's just because they filmed these these films back to back. Like you, the, they've just been doing pickups. So like it must be quite emotionally draining for him to have done those two. Do you even think they back. know they die? Oh, they must. Yeah. Because yeah. if it was me and I didn't want any spoilers. I would film it so that they die and I'd do another scene where they come alive so they right. think that they're still alive and then in reality when the film comes out I'll be like haha there are a couple of potentially spoiler things I've heard 
in relation to one minor character but I don't want to again I don't want to mention it in case it is true and like then you'd be thinking about that when the film comes out yeah. um, um, can I just quickly no. there's a, one thing I want to mention but there's another sorry there's two things I want to mention oh, mate you're getting greedy um, <laughs> about um, Iron Fist and Luke Cage because I just didn't really speak on it but um, see I actually quite enjoyed season two of Iron Fist oh, I, really? like I thought it was definitely better than season one I think that um uh, Finn Jones, who plays Iron Fist, I think his acting is a lot better in the okay. season than it was in the first season because I think he let he lets pretty much lets down the majority of the first season. Danny Rand, yeah, he's but good. he did mention that, didn't he? He did say like he he didn't like the fight scenes and he and yeah. they wanted him to be fully like capable and then yeah. like when they did that voiceover when, oh, that when was he terrible. Did, I'm so glad they didn't do that. The again. Mandarin, yeah. Oh Mandarin. mate, it was, it was just so like, bad. What the fuck is this? Are the fight it? scenes better in this? I think they are. I think they are. What is the plot? Give us a very I think they brief are synopsis. As well, I've, I've watched two episodes and mm. they're a lot better. So even when because uh, I saw Misty and Colleen, yeah, fight, and that was that was pretty good as yeah. well actually. So the plot of basically, you know, I think so. Basically, Davos and Joy, um, Joy Meacham, and Davos is Danny's um, brother, best, um, so yeah, slash best mate, slash his brother. Well, slash rival, slash yeah, oh, okay. like they, his family took it, took Danny in. Slash like, master's son who wanted to take the Iron Fist for himself. Slash kid who didn't get it because he's shit. Yeah, all that, all that, what Chris just said. Yeah. So they basically teamed up to fuck, fuck Danny and Ward over basically. More Danny than Ward actually because Ward doesn't really get. Why it. is Joy turning against Ward? Um, she's pissed off because Ward didn't tell her that her dad was alive. Okay. And she pissed off at Danny because basically her life kind of turned to shit when Danny came. And then I think did Danny kill? No, it was it. No, it was um. It was Ward who killed her dad, so she's obviously. And the thing is, as well, like, as well, I think um, when in the episodes I've seen, you see Joy like kind of question whether she should really do this, mm. and then Davos is like, "No, you got to do it, mate. Come mm. on, be your parents way." So they're the two main antagonists. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, Does he sign a contract where he gives like most of his company over to her, in, like the third or fourth episode or something? Mm, no. No. What's mm. the contract he signs? Who? Danny. Him, Ward, and Joy go into a place. They he... they buy they they um buy her out of her share. Oh, they buy her out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Oh. Sorry, what's the train for? So, uh, but yeah, sorry. Brief synopsis. Um. So yeah, they're so that's all happening. Ward is basically battling with um his uh drug abuse. Um, I really like Ward actually. Sorry, just quickly. Yeah. Shout, like, I really like the actor who plays him, and I like when him and him and Joy. When they're both on screen, I think that's when the show's at its best because I think they're by far the best actors on the show, mm. in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, no, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the show needs more more of them too. But um, yeah, and um, Colleen and Danny are kind of uh, struggling a little bit with their relationship, and Connie Colleen's got kind of this um, reluctancy to get back into fighting after she she thinks because you know Misty got her arm chopped off in mm. Defenders. She thinks she's blamed herself for that, so she's kind of like really reluctant to get back into the fight. So it's kind of her battling with that with herself as well. And, um, yeah, it's a, a bit of a struggle for the old Iron Fist. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of punching and stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of punching and stuff. Do either... Um, there's a few... Sorry, there's a few naughty tricks with the, with the Iron Fist as well, which I think are pretty cool, but... Are there, do either Luke Cage Season 2 or Iron Fist Season 2 end on cliffhangers? Luke Cage Season 2 does, because he becomes the... Basically a mob boss. Yeah, he's the mob boss now. Yeah. And then the policewoman's like, oh, uh, Misty's like, what are you doing? And he's like, if I can't... 
help from the outside, I'm going to do it from the inside. And yeah. she's like, it's going to fuck up if you do yeah. that. I kind of wanted to see where that same, went. Same, same. I'm I really wanted to see where that went. I would like, like, a, if they did like a four-part mini-series just to see, like... Yeah. Just to tie it up. Tie yeah. up they bit. might do, because Netflix have done that with yeah. Sense or like a, Or a movie, a little movie. I'm sure they could do a little movie. Mm. But, yeah. And then Design Iron Fist end of a cliffhanger as well. Or does um, that pretty much wrap itself up for nothing? I, I would say it ends in a cliffhanger. But like, like one that, one. Uh, an important but, one. But one that I could live, that, that live without. I could, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, it could end and I could be like, oh, 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 really, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it can end But the like, thing is, like, Netflix, I'm pretty sure, released a statement saying, like, you know, Iron Fist will live on. Yeah. Just maybe not on Netflix. Yeah. And again, like, Luke Cage, they put, they, Luke Cage tweeted something with Luke saying, always oh, forward or something. So I reckon they will continue. In some but capacity. maybe Netflix maybe don't. Maybe they'll do have... Defenders too. Oh, fuck. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. Okay, and then last bit of news is... June. Oh, sorry, can I just... Oh, there's something else I wanted to talk about. Shit. What were we talking about before Before Luke Cage? Uh... Oh, sorry. So the Disney... I don't know if we talked about this, but the Disney streaming service, they were going to bring... They want to bring um, uh, TV series for Loki and um, Scott Witch. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did mention that. Did we? Okay, never mind. Right. But it's going to be the original... It's going to be Tom Hiddleston and... Yeah, Elizabeth but Wilson. wait. They're going to make... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's going to be a Scarlet Witch film. And there's going to be a Scarlet Witch There's going to be a Scarlet Witch film? Yeah, she's getting 15 mil for a film. No, no that's, Black that's Black Widow, that's Scarlet Johansson. Oh, sorry. Getting your Scarlet's mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I am, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely one's think a one's, real person. I think, I think one's definitely fitter than the other one. Okay. Um, I'm curious to know who you think's fitter than who. Scarlet Witch's film. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> uh, I think they've got some Star Wars series in the, in the pipeline, The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, is that one John, John Favreau? John Favreau is doing Are you that. serious? Just Star Wars. It's all you Star Wars fans. Tell Star Wars people to fuck off. It's too much Star Wars. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think Loki, mm, I don't know, maybe explore. If they use the TV shows to explore more of Asgard and the mythology of that yeah. uh, that'd be fine yeah. Yeah, but, but maybe about? Loki's not the best character for that I wouldn't Loki's, mind Loki's dead I wouldn't so, mind as far as we know, so, know. Loki's dead Loki's adventures were always with Thor by the looks of it before he turned to the dark side I guess mm. what, what the fuck are they going to do him as a little kid what's if anything, I would have liked to have seen a Heimdall series because he's the guardian of Asgard you know, that'd so be he... very dark though wouldn't it because he was evil oh Heimdall Oh, not Handel, sorry, I thought you were talking about uh, Odin, sorry. Oh. oh, that would be good as well. Yeah, I'd run, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch that, that would be dark, though. Yeah, yeah, evil, yeah. Well, just like an Asgard TV yeah. show. But also, like, and Scarlet Witch, I don't don't really care for, but... Um, and what are they going to do with her? Someone like Hawkeye they, might be. Didn't they right. test on her? And then she got her powers in this version of the. That was Hydra, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so what the fuck are they going to do? But, they, you know, minor characters don't mind seeing yeah. TV shows. Yeah. Um, and if they tie in with the main plot lines, then then I would actually like fine. to. Sorry, yeah. I would actually like to see a, um, you know the you know Black Panther's uh, his um, secret is his warriors basically. I can't remember what they're called. Do- Dora Milaje or something. That's it. Dora, Dora, Dora Milaje. What the fuck? How do you remember? Dora Milaje. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> I would have to see a series on them because I think they're they're pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I watched a. Yeah. Uh, I watched. I read a comic um, the other day. Should I bought. They were bought in America. Shuri. No, Shuri. not that one. Not that one. Um, it's called Wakanda Forever. And it was like a mix with um, the Dora Milaje and like X Men. So they were kind of like meshing together and fighting oh, wow. against some. Yeah, some. They were fighting against um, what's the the Peter's character's name? Nakia. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they were fighting against her. Because he, he's married to uh, Sue uh, Storm. Yeah. Storm, not Sue Storm. Yeah. Sorry. 
Oh, is he? In the, yeah. Yeah. In the comics, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. So that might come about. That could be yeah. a little twist. Yeah, because he's got a love interest. But then, wants to read that, yeah. Would you yeah. watch a Hulk TV series? Nah. <laughs> no one. No. Not. I think Hulk's one of those characters that shouldn't have his own film. He's quite. I agree. He, he, I like Mark Ruffalo. He's, good, he's but, good as a side piece. Yeah. Um, also, kind of on the same thing, James Gunn has boarded Suicide Squad two as a writer, potentially director, mm. and it could be in a complete reboot. I don't really give a shit either way, to be honest. I thought you loved Suicide Squad. I liked Suicide <laughs> Squad, um, but parts of well, most of I like it. Margot Robbie. I like Will Smith's characters. They're both very good. Uh, I even liked um, Boomerang, the character they created. <laughs> I thought it was just funny, but like, he had one funny scene. Uh, it's still funny, mate. <laughs> for that film, one funny scene is not equated to the uni- for unicorn. That, for that, what? With the unicorn. That's another funny scene. No, I'm talking, like, about, the talking one. about the other one. <laughs> he just leaves the bar. Like, yeah. He fucking scrambles and leaves the bar when they're talking about fighting. Dude, like, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. No, but like, I think personally, Suicide Squad was not good. And I don't think I would want to see a reboot so quickly of a thing that I didn't really want in the first place. Um, just if again. they were to carry on and make it better, yeah. so like I said, I don't think you can go much further wrong. This villain can't be much worse than what we've already had. No, that's true. Um, and then the only issue I see, well, actually I don't even see it as an issue because I don't really think the Joker was necessary in it. Um, but Jared Leto said, um, someone thinks that Jared Leto won't do it if James Gunn yeah, they had but at the same time they want to do a Joker and Harley Quinn spin-off they want to do a Birds of Prey spin-off and I think they actually just want to do a Harley Quinn spin-off so I think for Suicide Squad 2 they even make, need to make the Joker the villain or they need to make a hero the villain in, in quotes because the Suicide Squad are all villains so the natural adversary mm. to a villain yeah, would be a hero the Suicide Squad is that the government yeah. have put a bomb yeah, in their brain Chris and they're doing the work for them oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't mind it being, I don't mind the villain them fighting against some sort of like, eel thing but I, I think I said in the group I think it just needs to be something a lot more grounded because yeah. having Enchantress I think was the complete I don't know whose idea that was but I was, I think that was a complete wrong choice of villain yeah. Enchantress shocking, yeah. and they literally had the, her on the team and then she became the villain yeah I thought that was really silly so I think if it did something more grounded like some sort of like I don't know it's like, like a terrorist attack or something like that you know anything like that I think yeah would be fine but um, shit I was going to say I do think that James Gunn's style will probably match the suit yes. I think he's, he's done well with like misfit characters mm-hmm. in Good Guard of the Galaxy and that's basically what the Suicide Squad yeah is. definitely a, a kind of like ensemble yeah yeah I reckon that could, that could work we'll so. see we'll see any any moral objections about is, uh, DC I don't, I don't think it's technically right if one company I mean it's a difficult one isn't it it's the moral complexities of this is that he Guess in some people's eyes he hasn't actually done anything wrong because he was just trying to gauge people's reaction. But at the same time, he did. He 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 has quite at this point in time a young audience, I'd mm. say. And yeah. for him to have at any point had this on his newsfeed, and it, he's a big figurehead, and like people will look at what he's done. Yeah, if there was some really rotten bad stuff on there. I haven't read into it, but it's, I've heard it's bad, and someone's seen that. That's really that's that's not I think, right. I think I, I mean, it is is a tough one, isn't it? Because ultimately, Warner Brothers are saying, well, okay, either they don't care about what he's previously said, or in in a way, they are by virtue of hiring him, kind of con- not okay. condoning what mm. he's what he said. Mm. And I understand that obviously it doesn't match with Disney's values because they are very much family values. But I mean. 
you know, you can read up on Walt Disney and his ethos and and, yeah. and his kind of uh, beliefs, and <laughs> they probably don't fit with Disney now. No. Um, felt hate Jewish people, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, I mean, fair enough. Like, if they want to capitalize on an, a, a a director who who's up and coming, you not even up and coming, like quite well respected and yeah. known and stuff, then fair play. Mm. Um, do you not think though? That do you not think like I mean. <sighs> They say any publicity is bad publicity, but there's, no, I'm sure... they say any publicity is good publicity. Good player, sorry, that's what I meant. Um, do you not think there's just another director just as, like, I guess, dark as he is? They, they could just bring in. Why does it have to do James It Bond? might not even be just because he's got... Because he's got... Because it's, it's dark. It might just be because, like, he's, he's a good director and, <laughs> and he's clearly, like, got success in this sort of field. But yeah, we also maybe. need to remember that he's only currently writing it. Like he's not definitely directing it, mm. so the director could interpret his his writing in a different way. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the DC oh, is a bit of a mess. And anyway, they, so. they 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 want to get uh, Dave Batista in as maybe Bane, don't they? Well, that's the rumor. Yeah, he said he wanted to be a part of it if James Gunn was a part of it. Why is this weird obsession though? Like, okay. It's just, it's just, just loyal, good friend, these good oh, It's like yeah. Georgia from um, Love Island, isn't it? Loyalty. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's talk about A Star Is Born in a bit more detail. Uh, so Chris, you've finally seen it. Just give us what, what your opinion on it. I thought it was a really good film. Uh, probably give it like a uh, eight out of ten, eight point five out of ten. I thought it was really good. Uh, maybe a little bit too long. Okay. I was sitting in there thinking this is gonna end soon. A lot deeper than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. A lot man. deeper. Um, favorite song? Do you remember any of them? Nah. Obi, what's your favorite song? Shallow. Shallow, mate. Shallow yes. Fucking bang, fucking bro. love Shallow. Fucking bang. Oh my god. Oh, Deepest mate. song was definitely the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll Fair never deep. love again. Yeah. Oh, mate, been listening to that soundtrack. Do you think she was bare like, like he started her up, he helped her out. Obviously, he fell in love with her and all this blah 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 blah, and he had an alcohol addiction, and then she just went off with this agent and like became a pop star. And just like, kind of didn't listen to him like at all. Yeah. I know. He, I know he was a bit of an arsehole about it, but he was like in a way trying to like. I think. Her. I think that's the the least developed part of the film. Mm. So they spend quite a long time on their initial relationship and on her, um, you her know, fame. being taken on stage to him and her rise. And I really that was my favorite part mm. of the film. Like up to that point, it was like you know like nine point five out of ten film for me. And then when it started getting to like her being poppy, which actually would be interesting to see how much it mirrors Lady Gaga's real um, mm. kind of experiences in the music industry. Like, mm. you know, she's saying, like, oh, my nose is too big, but then, like, she has to go really pop and commercial and, yeah. like, the first song that she sings on Saturday Night Live... That song was kind um, of a banger, though. No, shit. <laughs> that song was like, kind of a banger. All the lyrics were like, oh, yeah, my... You know, it was all nah, very... Was kind of, it was all very was superficial. Like, the, the lyrics were very superficial yeah. and, like... That song was kind of decent. Um, all about, like, you know, the, the body and blah, blah, blah. yeah. yeah. And I think very quickly it was like he said. He said, didn't he? What did he say? You... It was like, "Don't lose who you are." And yeah, all that yeah. sort of thing. But when, I when he called her ugly, I was like, "Oh, oh, was it just oh, the way that, I was about to say that." And he was like, "Thing is, the way he said it, it wasn't like he didn't scream. He just said, oh, you 'Oh, you're fucking ugly.' You're ugly. Yeah. yeah and I was but, like, but like, and then it, she was like, like yeah. yeah. But but the thing <laughs> is that he, I felt like when he said it, like, I felt like he didn't mean it about her looks. He just meant about her personality at that point. Like, she was just being a right old... I don't think he meant it, he just... I think he just wanted to hurt her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. But I think that whole part where, obviously, like, she gets, you know, her manager interferes. Imagine um, oh, manager. Obviously, and there will be spoilers in this. So her manager interferes, she becomes stratospherically 
kind of popular, yeah. nominated for Grammy, yeah. wins the Grammy, yeah. and her decline in marriage with Jackson Maine, and then Jackson Maine's increasing alcohol addiction. I feel that all of that was a little declining, bit... man. Oh, sorry, the well, marriage is declining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, I feel like all of that was quite rushed, and then when he eventually commits suicide, I was shocked because... Were you? Yeah, because he mentions that he tried to commit suicide once when he was younger, but... I feel like it wasn't... And then he was saying... But he was saying sorry to everyone. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't earned in that respect because mm. we spent so long on the build-up of them falling in love mm. that the actual part where they were married and then he felt that he couldn't... Um, that she would be better off without him. That was quite quick. Yeah. Like, all it was was... Like, she's the doing well. The manager goes, oh, she'll be better off without you. And then, yeah. and then five minutes later, he's, he's hung himself. So I, I, was thought... Like, I thought it wasn't... Like, quote unquote, you know, this is the wrong word, but earned. Like, you, yeah. if someone, like a main character, and I was quite, you know, really like upset that he died because oh, I really loved died. him as a character. Yeah. And like, this happens in all of the versions, right? Yeah. So we did, we don't know the previous versions, does hence he, why does we were he hang surprised. In all the versions? Well, he, like, he drowns in a couple of them, dies in a car crash and another, but yeah, he always dies. Because originally I thought he was going to, um, you know, where they do that gas thing and put it through the window. And oh, yeah, I thought that. Yeah, because yeah. he moved the car and then, and then, yeah, and then yeah. suddenly he just did it. I just thought, so I, sorry, Chris, sorry, okay, don't yeah. interrupt you. So, no, 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 so okay. I was just going to say, it's very sad about the dog as well, standing outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just thought, so I thought he was, because he said, she said, oh, you're going to meet me at the show and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was just going to get in his car and just leave and take, like, either I know something and just take off and say, oh, you're better without yeah. me. But then he like, I think, didn't he open the, um, he was gonna. He got his car, and then he opened the what's it? The government car, and there was pills, pills in there. Yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck! <laughs> I was like, shit. And even when he got out of the car, I was still thinking to myself, maybe he's not. It's just like, do you know? The but you, was the did you reckon he took the pills to make it look like he had been like he overdosed and then he killed himself rather no, than I just think, killing himself? No, I think he tipped him out, didn't he? Uh, oh, he I tips thought, the pills out and then he hangs himself. Oh, I oh I thought he took oh, pills I to kind of it. like drug himself up so he had like kind of had, so he could go, go through with it. Oh, I thought he just did it to make it so that she didn't feel like. It was her fault that he had died and that he had just overdosed again and then killed himself. Mm. But I just think, like, there was no kind of... So once the agent says she'll be better without you, he said, there's no pushback. Yeah. There's he, there's no kind of conflict between him and... Between Jackson and Ali no. about, like, oh, you know, you're doing this. Like, you're obviously moving away from my country roots. Yeah. Um, I think you'll be better without me. There was no conflict. He, he literally just hangs himself. And I thought, no, like... You know, if you love someone and and you you know, there was, it just felt very very quick and a bit underdeveloped and that kind of let it down a bit for me. But it was very emotionally affecting. Mm. Um, and obviously when she's singing, like you realise that when he wrote that song for her, it was basically a suicide note. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a really powerful song. Chris, did you notice in like the first like couple minutes of the film when he's trying to find that bar uh, eventually, um, when he stops, there's like a billboard behind him. It's got three nooses on it. Uh, yes, I did notice that in the film. Did I you think. think that might be like a um, indicator? It's so long ago since I watched it. Um, I don't know. Like, I did notice it because yeah. I was like, that's a bit odd. Yeah. But, Some um, foreshadowing, isn't it? But I don't know if I... No, I don't think I... But I, I knew he was going to commit suicide. Um, I thought it was coming when he started apologising to his brother and stuff. Mm. Uh, and then when that agent came along, I was like, right, okay, I know what's happening here. That agent's but, a dickhead. Yeah, that's what... I really love, I really, really, really love the bit where he's in the car with his brother and he, and he says, um, I idolise you. Yeah, I, dad, yeah, yeah, it wasn't your dad, it was you. And, and it's the fact that his brother says nothing. Yeah, just and like, he's just backing up and he's like about to tear up and I was yeah. like, oh God, no, hit me. Do you right know what, how many times have you watched the film? Just once. once. I reckon if we watch it again, we'd see loads more foreshadowing. Do you think? Probably. Yeah. I do want to watch it again. Yeah. 
And yeah, I thought just thought it was a brilliant film. Oh, yeah, I loved um, it. it I think it does it does let itself down a little bit in the second half, but I didn't I didn't mind it as as much as as much as you did. Um, like the whole it being, I do agree that it was probably quite rushed, but I didn't mind. I don't think it brings it down that much. Where the happy ending, man? Oh man, you know I love a happy ending, man. Oh. It was just, it was like it was so. I sad. I'll never love again. I mean, honestly, even sad if she was pregnant. R.I.P. Oh mate, don't. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna win a couple of Oscars. Mm. Um, Definitely. So the next. Lady Gaga's on a roll, isn't she? She's gonna be earning bio trophies. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we'll stick, we'll stick with Lady Gaga. She appears in a, a show I've been watching called American Horror Story: My Roanoke Nightmare. She in this season? Yep. Oh. She's in that one. She plays a witch. Oh, uh, oh so you're not up to date? No. Oh. God. This is the series series six. Um. So it oh, goes. So you're two seasons behind. Yeah. Have oh. you, do you watch it? No, but I know they're on season 8 and they're contemplating whether to make a season 9. Oh, they've already renewed it for season up to 10, I think. Are they? Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a crossover series, whatever that means. They all do slightly mm. crossover. There's characters or mentions. that Because um, it's an anthology, so each series is about a different theme. It's set in a different time the period. It has same actors. actors many of the same actors. So this one is called My Roanoke Nightmare. Um, it's, a, it's stylistically... a very different take to the previous five series. So the first one was called Murder House. That was Quite, so messed up, man. It was really good though. It was yeah. set like present day about a house that's haunted. Uh, the second one was called Asylum. So it was set, you know, like, I think it was like the 30s or 40s that's in a mental institution. Well. The third one was called Coven. It was about witches. Um, I thought that one was right. Fourth one was called Freak Show. That was set in like the 50s about like a carnival with like deformed people. Uh, Fifth one was Hotel, so that had Lady Gaga as a very lead role. Um, that was present day as well. That was about a haunted hotel. Um, but they're all kind of very kind of formulaic in their narrative, like very normal. But this one is um, kind of presented as a documentary. Mm-hmm. So have the characters um, like talking heads and they will, they will talk about the event. Again, again it's like a haunted house um, set in like a former uh, New England colony, like back in the 1600s. So it's like there's a bit of like witchcraft and stuff involved. But So it's a documentary, but it's set in the 1600s? No, it's not set in the 1600s. Oh. But So Roanoke was one of the earliest colonies, I think, of America. Okay. And there was like a lot of English people, but they disappeared under mysterious circumstances. And this house, which is set in modern day, is built on that land. Oh, okay. So there's like hauntings and stuff. But yeah, so like characters will say... Oh yeah, you know this happened, and then they'll have a dramatic reenactment. Right. So there's actors playing mm. the reenactment, um, and then halfway through, like the the story kind of ends, and then then they do this. There's a really like interesting episode where you've got this character, and he's like, "Come on, come on!" They're going into the exec offices, and he was like, "Yeah, so my Roanoke Nightmare did so well. We want to do a follow up series. We're going to get the actors, and we're going to get the real people back, and we're going to all put them in a house, Big Brother style, um, during the full moon." And then, you know, see how the hauntings happen. And I just thought, like, stylistically, it was, it was really interesting because they had this, like, kind of quasi-documentary style with the reenactments. And then it was, like, again, kind of breaking the fourth wall, being meta in a sense that, like, okay, well, you know, these people, they're still portraying them as real-life people. And then they've got the actors who are playing these. And then they're they're acknowledging both those facts and then putting them all together and... I've not finished the series yet, but it's one of the better ones that I've seen. So, um, Murder House was really good. Yeah. Asylum was good. Coven was all right. 
Freak Show was pretty crap. I stopped watching Hotel because it was pretty bad, but Roanoke seems to be pretty good. And they seem to be doing interesting things stylistically with with the, the format of, of the show. Mm. Um, I've heard the new season's pretty good as well. Yeah, so the seventh one is called Cult. So that's about... Um, okay. It's very Donald Trump... Oh Trumpy, which I will watch after this. And then this one's called an Apocalypse. Yeah. And I think it does feature a lot of Murder House, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, uh, Lady Gaga her, won a Golden Globe for her portrayal of Hotel, I think. Um, she won a Grammy? She might have won Grammys, mm. but not for this, I don't think. Because that's music. Yeah. Um, what are you going to say? I was something completely different to what you're talking about, so I just want you to read to it. Okay, well, I finished. Oh, I was going to say, Simpsons predicted another thing the other day. Oh, what was that? The legalisation of weed in Canada. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> they predicted it like 10 years ago. They definitely should have legalised it on the 20th of April. Probably. It's 420, isn't it? Yeah, apparently Mr. Trick, some yeah. of the places sold out of weed in the first day. Well, <laughs> that's going to be... A... Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a new release. Um, you haven't seen it yet, have you? But Bad Times at the El Royale, mm. or what do you call it? Battle of the LC Royale. Battle of the LC Royale. <laughs> um, I thought you said Batty earlier. I was like, oh. Batty Royale. Have you, are you going to watch it? Do you no. mind if we go into spoilers? No. Okay, so we'll go into spoilers. Um, so Bad Times at the El Royale is a film by Drew Goddard, who did Cabin in the Woods, which oh I liked, but I think you hated. So he also executive Was it meant to be a horror Daredevil. or a comedy? I'm so... Both. It's, it's a satire, I think. <sighs> um, so Bad Times um, features, again, an ensemble cast. You've got John Hamm, Dakota Johnson, Jeff Bridges, uh, Celia... I can't remember her surname. Arivo, I think. Um, and... Can I spoil something really quickly? Yeah. I just once I would like to see John Hamm make it to the end of a film. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to make it to the end. Sorry, oh, and Chris Hemsworth. No. Um, so <laughs> it's quite Tarantino esque in the sense that it's God, set in the yeah. set in the sixties um, at a hotel called the El Royale, which mm. straddles uh, California and Nevada, mm. and is like literally bis- is bisected by that. Um, and then all these kind of intriguing figures, all with like secrets somewhere, arrive at this hotel. Um, so you've got a priest played by Jeff Bridges, you've got a singer played by, oh, I, can't, I can't remember, like Celia Arrivo or something like that. Um, like a salesman, John Hamm, and then uh, a kind of mysterious drifter, Dakota Johnson. Um, so they all meet up at this hotel uh, and then slowly you find out the secrets about them and about the hotel. So like the hotel has two like two-way mirrors in the sense that like there's people watching people them. watching from behind and it seems that you know, people recorded and like footage of sex is sold. Um, John Hamm isn't really a salesman; he's actually a, an agent. Um, Jeff Bridges isn't actually a priest. His character had robbed a bank um, and hidden some money, or his brother had hidden some money under the floorboards of one of the rooms. But he's got Alzheimer's, so he couldn't remember which room it was, and he got the wrong one. Um, and then Dakota Johnson. You f- sort of think that she's kidnapped this girl, but yeah. turns out to be her sister, and she's getting her away from a cult leader who's Chris Hemsworth. Um, that is a strange role for Chris Hemsworth, yeah. I feel. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of weird. He he, I reckon he could have not been in the film; and it would oh, be yeah. exactly the same. Um, that bit was weird. I thought. So yeah, so I thought the film for the first. I mean, this film's two hours twenty minutes long. It's a bit long. Yeah. For the first hour and forty-five, it was interesting. It was quite slow paced, but I could go with it you know there was quite some quite shocking moments um because it kind of does it uh the film presents itself in like an episodic way so you'll have like 
first of all, okay, room one. So they'll focus on John Hamm's character in room one mm-hmm. and then his story. And then at a point where it involves another character, you will then sort of flashback a little bit to like room three and then it will be like that character. And they all sort of eventually converge in one place and all the strands interlink. Um, but there are some shocking moments, like John Hamm's character dies, which you don't, I didn't quite expect. Yeah. Um, and then there's the singer... Um, and the priest are having a drink, but then the singer attacks the oh, priest. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That, that made me jump. That, yeah, same, same, same. Because he's trying to drug her, and she sees it, but the way it's framed, like, you don't see yeah, it coming. It coming yeah. um, so that was, it was quite good and surprising in that way. But then, when it gets to Dakota Johnson's character, I think her name's Emily, hmm. and her sister Rose, is it Rose? Rose? Yeah. Rosie or something? Yeah. Um, when their story is told, and it's like, uh, so they, her sister Rosie, who's younger than her, um, She's kind of been indoctrinated by Chris Hemsworth's cult leader, mm-hmm. um, and she like follows him and does murders for him. And then oh, Dakota wow. Johnson or Emily kidnaps her to get her away from him, and he f- he finds them at the hotel, and then proceeds to uh, take everyone hostage. Take everyone hostage, and then the film literally stops, and the the pacing just goes at a snail's pace. He spends so long trying to like be menacing to these characters mm. and like wind them up and get you know get so the the guy who runs the hotel is this young kid he believes that Jeff Bridges character is a priest and he wants to confess um because he he's got loads of guilt and um, but Chris Hemsworth's character knows that Jeff Bridges character is not a priest so he like spends a lot of time trying to get How does he know just intuition i guess okay but he um yeah, so he's like trying to get Jeff Bridges to reveal that he's not a priest. That goes on for ages, for and like the, the the film could have lost about half an hour, and and most of it was around that part because when it got to the hostage situation, the pacing just literally ground to a halt. And I think the only reason was because the director wanted to get as much Chris Hemsworth in there as possible, <laughs> yeah. and it really was not necessary. Like, Chris Hemsworth could have been in it for a couple of minutes, fine. Like, Nick Offerman was in it for about two seconds, and he dies. Um, so, that, you know, I think th- was, they could have cut yeah. a lot of that out, and made it a like, lot sharper. play the game and stuff like that, and I was like, come on. Yeah, so it's really... Been, it's just kind of unnecessary. Really lost like, pacing there. Yeah. And then it kind of just... So then Chris Hemsworth ends up dying. Most of them end up dying. Um, and then it kind of just ends. And yeah. I was like, oh... So what started off as quite promising and very interesting, okay, I think it just kind of lost its tempo and lost its momentum and, and kind of petered out. Uh, I enjoyed most of it, but I was kind of disappointed. And there are quite a few plot holes. Um, all right, tell me about plot holes in a second, but I just wanted to say, um, I quite enjoyed it myself. Um, I do agree that it was a bit long, and the way, when I can, the way I can tell a film is a bit too long is if my knees start hurting. Yeah. <laughs> if my knees start hurting, I'm like, yeah, this film's definitely a bit long. But um, yeah, so I think yeah, well, how long was it? Two hours, two twenty, two twenty. Yes, yeah, it was a bit long. I agree. Um, One fifty would have been good. Yeah, 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 I think so. Or even like a tight two hours because yeah. that that whole hostage scene was so long and unnecessary, mm. and very little happened. Mm. You could have take, you could have cut it so much sharper. Mm. Um, and it would have would have mm. made a big difference. I um, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really enjoy Chris Hemsworth's character at all, and that storyline at all. No. Especially because I'm very unsure how this Rose character is, because she looks very young. Yeah, and the actress is 21. Okay. But she looks she's very literally young. like a child. Yeah. And um, Mad. she's and, like <laughs> have presumably having sex with Chris Hemsworth, and yeah. I'm just a bit like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit odd. I'm not really sure. 
I think if I knew how old she was, it might be. But a bit even if she was like well, an adult, well, like, he's still a lot yeah. older than her. Yeah. Um, I. Quite, do you know what? I need to watch more films with Jeff Jeff Bridges in it. Mate, he's I, I love him. He's he, so is good. He, is he the comedian? No, that's Australian comedian, isn't he? No, no. That's, I don't know who that is, but no. Jeff Bridges is like he's in the Big Lebowski. Um, you show me a picture. He was in um he was in um Kingsman two, old geezer in Kingsman two. Yeah. Um, he's mega famous. Hello, hi, oh Laura. shit! Yeah, I'm thinking of someone completely oh, yeah. different. I think I, I feel like I know you. I think I've had seen this comedian on Netflix. Yeah, I'm talking about a comedian who talks about like gun crime. Jim Jeffries. Yeah, that's who uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, cool. No, but uh, isn't he, isn't he in Golden's Galaxy? That's Kurt Russell. Oh fuck. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. I'm not gonna lie. When he was, I thought it was Kurt Russell at first. Jeff Bridges is such a sick actor. Right. Like, I do think this film has some good performances. Yes. Like Jeff Bridges is really good as like a. Uh, a guy suffering with early stage dementia. Do you think Chris Evan, uh, Chris Hemsworth's acting was good in it? Not really. I think he was just a bit over the top. Like, oh, <laughs> in the bit when he was dancing, I was, like, like, I was like, "What again, are you doing, man?" He's da- he just dances like around the table. <laughs> I was like, what are you and again, doing? that's like a three minute scene. They could have just got rid of. It adds nothing to it. It's oh. just the director because the di- so Cabin in the Woods was filmed before Chris Hemsworth was mega famous. Like before but it he came was in Thor. It, isn't it? Yeah. And and then it came out after Thor. Because it was like delayed production, like delayed release, uh, but Chris Hemsworth was then a star. But then obviously they couldn't add more Chris Hemsworth into Cabin in the Woods. Mm. So now the director's like, oh, I've got Chris Hemsworth, like just mm. fucking put him in loads of films. Mm. Yeah, like there's this scene where um, it's like a flashback and it's Chris, Hems- it's kind of just like showing you Emily and Rose's background, sort of. And Chris Hemsworth is like basically convincing these two, they, he's brainwashed these two women to fight each other. Like to the basic, almost to the death, <laughs> and I was just watching throughout this whole thing. I was thinking, like, what? this like kind of has like no real connection to the right. rest. I know it's kind of like four strangers-ish, kind of like co- converging together. But I was thinking, this story like kind of doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the film. No, and I didn't really enjoy that bit. I thought everything else was fine. I quite enjoyed the um, uh, the singer. What was her name? Dolly. Yeah, Darlene Sweet. Um, so like her flashback, um, she's like a, she was a backup singer, and basically the manager, I'm assuming the manager, basically said you can either um, follow what I'm doing or you can go your own way and you'll end up singing at some random hotel in three years time, and then it's like three years later and she's doing exactly that. Um, she's a really good singer. Um, I enjoyed the bit where, um, um, so she's helping Jeff Bridges' character. What's his name? Father something. <laughs> Father Paul, I don't know. <laughs> he's helping Jeff Bridges. Father character. Flynn. Father Daniel Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, Daniel Flynn, yeah. So he's helping him get the money from under the floorboards and she's singing like very loudly and she's got some... Well, uh, she doesn't know there's someone watching her but one of the characters is watching her from behind the two-way mirror and that character turns on the microphone so she can hear her singing and she like um, claps while Jeff Bridges is like hammering. hammering to try and cover the sound of him getting yeah. the money obviously because she doesn't want people to notice that they're taking money. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that bit, and obviously she's a really good singer, so I yeah. enjoyed Synth- that too. I think her name's Cynthia Arrivo, something like that. Mm-hmm. But her performance was really good. I was going to say, what did you say? Because you were saying before I interrupted you, and you were saying about people's performances. Yeah, so stuff. Jeff Bridges is really good. Like He mm-hmm. plays a priest, well, you know, a guy who's got onset dementia, and it's just his facial expressions. Yeah, so there's a part where Chris Hemsworth's character Asking goes, so what's your real name? Yeah. And he li- you literally... He realise he doesn't know his real name yeah. because he's been pre- pretending to be his priest for so long. And he looks to Darlene and he goes, did I tell you my real name? Yeah. And she says, no. Like and and he literally looks yeah. heartbroken yeah. because he's like, because part of it, he always says that his memories is bad. But then when you find out he's not a real priest, I thought, oh, maybe he's putting that on. But then you realise he genuinely is yeah. suffering from this. Mm. Um, and I guess like 
you know a lot of us here will know people with that condition mm. so it's even more impactful i think he he treats it with respect mm. um and then cynthia Erivo, if that is her name sorry if i got it wrong um she's really good singing i thought her dramatic performance was very good mm. um i quite like john ham in anything really i think he's, I like he's very yeah, as well. he's a good actor i really you know, i really bought that um that southern accent of it the southern yeah i really bought that southern draw i also bought that as well and then yeah i kind of i kind of wish he hadn't died so soon yeah. Because I liked I liked him and he was kind of like trying to be a good guy. Yeah. Um because what basically happens is he goes undercover um into the hotel trying to I think he's trying to get back like um listening devices that they put there originally, the F- FBI or CIA, yeah. whatever it was. And he was talking to J. Edgar Hoover. Was it J. Edgar Hoover? Yeah. Talking to? Um and oh I want to ask you a question actually after I've talked about this. But yeah, so he just and then he's doing all that and he discovers the um two A war and he tells the um his agency about it and I, I, uh, whilst he's doing that he sees um, Emily kidnap kidnap Rose, Rose and Rose. he's like basically telling the agency like should I help her or not and they tell him strictly do not help him stick do not help mission. her stick to the mission and he basically ignores them and then he goes and confronts her and he like punches the girl in the face and then she shoots him with a shotgun which I think was a fucking over the top reaction I'm not gonna lie but yeah and he just fucking dies but that's so when I was talking about plot holes like so the film opens with um, Nick Offerman's character. Sorry, char- you are Cynthia Rebo's in it. Okay. Nick Offerman's character putting a bag of money under floorboards. Then he gets killed and then it cuts to 10 years later. Did right? you see, do you think he was going to get killed? I'm pretty sure he was going to get killed. Since the film started, I was like, yeah, he's definitely going to die. <laughs> but one thing that the film does not address is who killed him. That's true. Who kills Nick Offerman's character? That's true. I thought it was Jeff Bridges' character, mm. um, Father Flynn, mm. because it's silhouetted... Um, and it's a guy with a, a hat. And then when you first see Jeff Bridges' character from behind, he's wearing similar attire. Mm. And I thought it would be interesting if, because they were brothers, if he killed his brother for the money and then has forgotten. Maybe he did. Maybe, but they do not yeah, address true. it at all. So much of this film, even though it's two hours, 20 minutes long, there there's just interesting plot strands that are just not followed up on. Mm. So there's a whole MacGuffin about um, a, fo- uh, a, a piece of film which has a famous either politician or famous man on it committing adultery. Who do you think it was? I thought it was Nixon. Okay. I thought it was Martin Luther King, I'm not going to lie. Why? I don't know, because I remember, only because he was talking to J. Edgar Hoover, and J. Edgar Hoover had a massive agenda against Martin Luther King. Oh, in real life? Yeah, in real life, so I thought that was it. And also she said the guy was dead, so I thought, oh, oh, maybe, yeah, but apparently it's JFK. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, Do you know, so, Karen, Karen, Karen. Oh, so, yeah, so, like, um, John Hamm's character is interesting. They're all interesting characters, but so he's obviously some sort of agent. You don't ever really know what he's there for. Mm-hmm. I assumed it was to get back the tape. Mm. Um, you never find out who's on the tape, which fair enough. But I want to, you know, if your agent dies, you're gonna send someone after him, yeah. aren't you? So I thought I was expecting. Well, they probably didn't know that he, that he died, did they? But if they're not in contact with him, like I just thought, True. like that was something that they could, the film could have delved into like the FBI could have turned up and you know I thought that's how the film was going to end it didn't mm. I thought like um, I wanted to see a bit more of Darlene's backstory um, mm. because I was reading up on this film and it said oh yeah you know she was assaulted like by her manager and I was like well, I didn't get that I didn't get all. that from the yeah. film at all I wanted a bit more about you know who what killed sexually assaulted I assume so okay. who okay and then I can kind of see who killed Nick Offerman's character like I wanted that resolved yeah. also there was another guy in the bank heist to get this money that is never mentioned again. 
Like, it's just... And then, um, obviously, like, Rosie's character has been killing people under Chris Hemsworth's cult leader's oh. watch. Yeah. Um, and there's part of it is explained. Also, the guy... Um, Miles, who runs the hotel, he's got an interesting backstory because he's like, "Oh, I've killed loads of people." It's kind of Deus Ex Machina, though, isn't it? Because like he just turns out to be an expert marksman. Yeah, <laughs> he just starts shooting people. But dead. all these characters are really interesting. But <laughs> yeah. because the film is restricted by its time limit, it doesn't explore much right, of it. Yeah. And the ho- I thought the hotel itself was really interesting. This is what I, this is what I was going to ask you. So you're telling me all these stories and all this blah 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 blah, but I don't understand why this hotel's got the two way mirrors. Oh, well, the thing is, Miles films people and then sells the footage, but that's not really explored either. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh. So they could have... So done... ma- he calls it management. They tell... I think the, purp- the purpose of it is so that... Because a lot of famous people go to that... Or they used to go to the hotel before they lost their... Um, gambling Gambling licence. So I think the purpose of it was to get famous people on tape or doing whatever, and then management would use that and... Do yeah, whatever, but, do whatever, whatever, whatever. but they don't really go into no, that that, n- nothing is delved that much into and I said in the chat I think this f- would have worked so much better as a, as a series mm. um, because you've got things like the, the, the hotel is bisected by two state lines right so on the Nevada side they cannot sell liquor but they would have been they can gamble California you can buy liquor but not gamble none of that's explored like there's quite a big thing about the, the, the this dividing line, but it's never exp- There's nothing mm. obvious. Can you put your hotel on, on both sides. Huh? Can you put your hotel on both sides of the line. Yeah. What do you mean? Put like, your hotel. Smack- my hotel is to both sides. Yeah, it's smack so bang in the middle. So couldn't one half do the gambling, one half do the alcohol? Yeah, that's what they. That's, that's what they do. But that's interesting. But they don't really explore it. Oh right. Okay. And like, you know, th- there's a lot of potential with that. That kind of conceit. And again, they just don't explore it. If they had like twelve episodes or something, you could explore this a lot more. Even more characters, like all the rooms would fall. Oh God, don't give them an idea, Glenn. Well, I think that would have been really Jesus. interesting. And also, like they talk about, like it had a gambling license and was very busy and popular. I don't know why they didn't start the film with that. You know, have it really hustle bustle, famous people, and then it declines. Like and a then, transition of decline. Yeah, yeah, and then you see this because you know a lot of what you get from the film and people's backstories is about. At the hotel, sorry, is but is what is said, and I think it would be much better to visualize it. Yeah. So, ratings well, out of ten for the both of you. Seven. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. That's decent. Yeah. Maybe I think I'll, it's good. Yeah, I think it's it. good. Don't get me wrong, but there are some problems with it. Yeah, maybe I'm just being a bit too no, harsh on it. But how was first man? Um, also think, two hours twenty, I think. Yeah, I thought it was long. Um, first man's the sort of film where I I think that. It'll probably get nominated for an Oscar and stuff, but I don't think it really deserves one. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I think it's a decent film, but it's a bit long, and there are times where it's a bit boring. It's some good acting, though. Claire Foy is really good in it. Um, Brian so what's First Man about? Sorry. Yeah, First Man is about um, the basically the journey of... Um, fuck, what's his name? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, thank you. And his um, journey to become the first man to land on the moon. Okay. Um, to hold, to step on the moon. Right. Level. So they didn't make it stage. This is a spoiler, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But does the film actually include the moon landing? Yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah, yeah. I, I thought maybe it was leading up to the moon landing. I was like, oh, if you don't show the moon landing... Did they do but the it basically flag, ends, yeah. like, right... Not right after that, but basically there's, like, one scene off the end. Does he okay. do the flag into the moon? No, he doesn't, actually. He I'm doesn't. surprised by that. Does yeah. he say one small step for man, one... He does say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. One giant leap for mankind, yeah. But, yeah, it basically goes through his his life um, where he starts off in 
but he's like a pilot and um oh so it's, it's his life well it's kind of but like it's kind of um so he's, he's, like, he's, like, he's a fully he's a fully grown adult at this yeah. point he's got a fa- he's got a family already so it's not like a you know it doesn't really start off like in childhood or anything like that mm. but um he's like um testing this uh, like rocket or something like that and um i think he like almost fucking dies on the way down because he's like he's like his mind basically stra- scrambled and like distracted because he's got a daughter who's got um ca- i think she had cancer okay so he's like focusing on her like trying to do treatments for her stuff. sorry do you guys give a shit if i spoil it no, no i sorry. do want to see it but it's one of those i don't really... i don't think i don't think we're gonna you know spoil I, too much it's, about it's it. a story that we sort of yeah. know how it ends anyway yeah. so okay so yeah so basically his daughter his daughter dies and that, that kicks him really hard and he's like his mind is like fucked up and he gets an opportunity to go to houston i believe which is where nasa's all, all that shit is set up so he goes there and goes for loads of training and stuff like that and um by this time he's trying to juggle that and still trying to have a relationship with his wife but i think his wife feels like he's like kind of like pulling away from her and excuse me and um these that's kind of like doing his training and stuff like that preparing to be an astronaut and they just show like all this like not all the stages but loads of the stages of them basically trying to beat russia to the moon because at that stage america were basically losing to russia in every in every aspect of like space technology like Russia were doing or sorry the Soviet Union they were doing all of it first so they were kind of like like fuck it we need to like kind of just go ahead with it and he one of his mates dies um uh, do we, does he, how does he die I think he's just on a plane actually and he, I think he dies in a plane crash or something or something like that and he's like at the um at the, the wake and he kind of like sees like visions of his daughter and that's like fucking up his mind and he's like pulling him further away from his wife and his wife's getting worried because he thinks like she's losing him and stuff like that and blah 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 and um then he loses another friend and that his close friend actually his neighbor he dies in a um in a fire while they were they were just testing something out in the ship and he, he dies in a fire and then ryan goes neil armstrong goes up into the rocket and they they like they like figure out this plan. They're like, okay, this is how we're gonna this is how we're gonna do. It. We're gonna split the rocket here, and then you're gonna join back up with it here, and then and we're gonna go to the moon. So they do like a test run. Uh, the rocket splits, joins back up, and then they just start fucking plummeting back towards the earth. And he's like, fuck. And then like the things go around, and you can't control it. And basically, almost dies, but he manages to to sort it out. And they're like, shit, we have to go back to the drawing board. And then it gets they're doing, that was like the the project was called. Gemini. I mean, I pronounce it Gemini, but they say they say Gemini, which is kind of annoying. Oh. But <laughs> yeah, they'll call it Project Gemini. And yeah, so they managed to sort all that shit out, and they get onto the Apollos. So I thought it was Apollo thirteen was the one that landed. No, it's eleven. So it's Apollo eleven, yeah. And I was like, oh, because when it got to Apollo eleven, I was thinking, okay, so we've got a couple more. But then he went, to, <laughs> he landed on the moon. I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit! All right, it's <laughs> Apollo thirteen. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a film actually. Yeah, yeah I think it's a film. I don't so, know if it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Right. So, yeah, um, I mean, you know, people haven't really set foot on the moon since the seventies, and considering how advanced the technology is now, did it really happen? Well, uh. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, kind of the film kind of shows you like what's been sacrificed for all of this. Like, there's people like protesting, saying like all oh, this money's being like millions and millions and millions of dollars are being used for technology and testing and stuff like that. And not only are people dying during the testing. But like, what are you using, achieving? Yeah, exactly. What are you achieving? You're doing all of this to go to space. There's people on the ground. We're all, they're fucking dying. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, they go. They show. They show a bit of that. And um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's character. I'm not. He's a bit of an arsehole. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's about to go to the moon, and he knows that like he might not come back. 
fighting. <laughs> and then the, the Claire, Claire Foy is like, are you going to tell your sons that you're leaving? He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, he's not packing. He's like, no, 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 they're asleep. She's like, they're, they're, definitely, they're definitely awake. So he has to like, have some, like, a bare all conversation with them. Um, basically saying, they're like, obviously I'm going, like, I believe that we've got the best technology, da, 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 but I might not come back, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, and then he goes to the moon. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure the mission goes pretty smoothly, as far as I remember it. Yeah, as far as I remember, it goes pretty smoothly. Sets foot on the moon, and he um, he's got this. Um, oh, there was a conversation before. There was like a press conference beforehand, and um, he was with Buzz Aldrin, and they were asking them together, and uh, they asked Buzz Aldrin, "Oh, um, is your wife making you take anything to the moon? Because you know that would be like a big thing for her to gossip about to her friends and stuff like that." And he's like, "Oh, saying, oh yeah, of course." Did it. They ask Neil Armstrong the same thing. And he says, if I could take anything, I'd take more fuel. And then, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. But then he gets to the um, to the moon and he's got like this little bracelet that his daughter, that was his daughter's. And he like drops that into a crater and he starts crying. And they go back from the hearth. And then he's in like a quarantine. And then um, uh, Claire comes back. Claire Foy comes back to the NASA centre. And then they're like, he's like been quarantined. So they're just like touching hands on the glass. And then it ends. Okay. So what would you rate it out of 10? I would say it's a solid seven. Okay, and you said it would probably be nominated for some Oscars. Probably. What Oscars do you think it'll be nominated for and why? I reckon Ryan Gosling and Claire Foy would probably get nominated for, you know, like supporting actress and main actor. Because um, I think they were both quite good. I think Claire Foy especially, I think she was very good. Not sure if it, if it would warrant a win, but I would say the performances were very strong. Um, I reckon it'll probably get something for like, you know, like cinematography or some, some, something. I reckon the director will get nominated because Damien Chazelle got nominated for Whiplash and won for La La Land. Mm. So, or did he, or did La La Land win Best Film? Can't remember. But either way, his films no, film. have, yeah. have done quite well at the Oscars. Ah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it's, 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 it's alright. It's a bit long though. And it kind of just ends. Like, mm. and I was be like, oh, okay. That's the end. <laughs> you know? I was yeah. kind of hoping... What do you want, though? I don't know. I was kind of hoping there'd be, like, a... Um... Celebration? No, not a celebration. But, like, maybe just, like, you know, like, when they do, like, subtitles at the end and they say, like... Oh, right. Like, Neil, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. He is yeah. dead now, so... Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, so, let's like, try just show me what, show me like what else is going on in space, in like space technology. You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be so funny if this film was basically Neil Armstrong going into a film studio filming it? And I was just about like, to say, no, I was about to say, imagine the ending. He gets to the thing, puts the flag down, and then they just put a one of the cut cards yeah. in front of it, and then or he gets to the it. moon, looks at the Earth, and goes, oh, he's flat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, we've heard a lot from myself and Obi. What have you been watching, Chris? Uh, I haven't really watched anything particularly. Well, I watched something called Taskmaster. Okay. I think this is just absolutely hilarious. It's on Dave. It's on Dave. Has it got is... Greg Davis? Yeah. I fucking hate him. He is. No, but he's he's the presenter. Oh, okay. He's not actor or anything, can it? They're all... So, this is season... I want to say this is season six, because they had four seasons, then they did season champion versus champions, which all the winners of each season came together to go against each other. So, this is... They've extended this season, because it used to be six episodes, now it's ten. And it's basically five comedians or slash actors... Who are sitting? Who do tasks for the taskmaster and his other presenter? I've forgotten the guy's name, and I can't remember the five people are in it. Not very good. Is, is it? it different people every week? Different people every season. Oh, so the each episode, they do. So is each episode a task? Each episode is several tasks. Oh, okay. So they do several tasks. You know what the task is, and you. So what happens is 
they will do a bit where you see them opening the envelope with the task in it and they say it and you see how they start because like so basically a lot of the tasks say it will start from when you say when you finish this sentence and like a lot of them have been like when you finish this sentence because they're like giving themselves some time to think and then they've gone for it and, there's the, and it's basically this house that usually all the tasks are situated in and the tasks are clever so like one of the ones in the last episode it was who can um who can not blink f who can uh, who can get their eyes open the longest and not not blink and someone did it for like solid six minutes which was well impressive really but the guy actually made a good point the the other presenter I've forgotten his name that if you just closed your eyes when the time mm. started, you didn't blink. And it's like clever, it's not always, the tasks don't always have the clever little things, but usually okay. they've got some clever things. And so this week's ones were, oh, what were the tasks? Uh, so one of them was that they had a little bat, like three people banned, and they had to make a little tune at the end, and whoever's tune was best in, according to Greg Davis, got five points, and then four, three, two, one. Okay. Uh, Oh, what was the other ones? One of them, one of them made me laugh so much. What makes it funny? Is it just the people that are? On? They, the comedians are just so hilarious because, like, so basically, they had to like run around the house, and so the, the first envelope was like um, C, and it said now go to the microwave to get the uh, now go to the microwave, and then in the microwave there was R, now go to blah blah blah, and it spelled out cream, and then the last one said S, and it said put it at the beginning, and one of the women was like. S cream. S cream or, uh. but like, and then and then one guy just smashed it because because he had because in the previous episode he's like analysed the room he knew where this blue book was and like he pulled it out and that had the last clue and everything but um yeah I've forgotten the guy's name um he's so funny he uh he was on eight his thing goes on Facebook sometimes he did eight out of ten cats and he said about his um he was in a band and his mate kept screaming at the oh, fuck I can't remember it but it is. It is one of the funniest TV series, and basically, so I assume they're going to go for the same format again. It's going to be four seasons, and then they'll do Champion okay. of Champions. And basically, if you win the season, you get Greg Davis's head in a golden statue kind of thing, and whoever wins Champion of the Champions gets the full body, and you get to put the head on. <laughs> okay. And um, so Champion Champions last time, Josh Whittacombe won, and he but he didn't have the head statue. He had the first season statue, which was just. A normal trophy, right. so they just inserted that on, which is quite funny. Um, and basically, at the beginning of each episode, all the people have to bring in an item uh, related to something that Greg Davis has told them to bring in. And this week was um, something that was really messed up or scary. And yeah, it was it was quite interesting. Like once someone brought in a mummified cat, and uh, someone brought in a T-shirt that said something about neuro. I don't know. But, that actually sounds then, quite interesting. And then Greg, oh, I've forgotten his name. He's a really funny comedian, actually, but he's good mates with Greg Davis and he uh, he managed to he was around Greg Davis's house and he he, he uh, filmed Greg Davis asleep he was in the cupboard and he filmed Greg Davis asleep <laughs> as the really like, like scary thing and Greg Davis was like um, he was like he was like how'd you do that I saw you leave and he's like no you didn't because <laughs> he just like he said goodbye and he just went upstairs and went into the cupboard and just hid there while Greg was asleep but yeah it's a really funny series like some some bits aren't that funny yeah. but like, all in all, it's quite a funny series, and the tasks are usually quite interesting and funny. But yeah, it's definitely a good watch. And yeah. okay, I might check that out. Mm. I was I saw some clips the other day of uh, whose line is it anyway? Like, did you guys ever watch that? Yeah, it's so that. funny. It's like 
It's basically a bit like Mock the Week. The one with Rob Brydon. Oh, no. No, this is an American one. But it's like... So, they basically, it's just like three comedians and they just get given scenarios that they have to really quickly think of something funny. Mm. So, it'll be like things you can talk about. Oh, so it's so like things you can say to your cat but not to your wife. So, it's kind of like that little... Uh, that little bit in what yeah but that's just the whole episode episode and it's so funny because they're so sharp and like so quick the things they say Um, because it'll be like yeah so one of them's like oh things you can say to your cat but not your wife and it's like oh good pussy (laughs) you know just things like that it's just so funny I love that sort of thing Um, I don't like Greg Davis but no, it's it's funny because he he he, he's a bit of a acquired taste but he he is quite funny in this I uh, did have you watched any more of Maniac no. Okay. I saw you talk. Have I spoken about you it? You spoke about it and you finished it, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if I'd spoken about that. But, um, okay. Because right. I was saying he was going to watch it and I said I wasn't really interested in watching it anymore. Right. Well, see previous pod then for a review of Mania. Uh, are you going to carry on watching it? Yeah. I've only watched like 20 minutes. Okay, well, once you've finished it, we can talk about it a bit more in depth. 14 minutes, alright. That's what I'm giving you remaining of this pod. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Um... I will talk more about The Haunting of Hill House once I've seen more of it. But it, Is it a series? Yeah, it's oh. a horror series from the guy who directed um, Oculus, uh, Hush, mm. a few kind of good horror... They're good horror films. Yeah, Oculus um, was good, man. This is... So I started watching it with my girlfriend and she's refused to watch any more of it because she said it was... It, you know it was freaking her out too much mm. which I, th- I said to her that's a fucking good thing yeah. right because she likes horror but she was like I only like horror when it's not that scary and I was like so you don't like horror then <laughs> but anyway um, I think it's really good it's very eerie the fact that it's being prolonged over 10 episodes I think is interesting because you can do a lot more than these just quick jump scares um, so I'm really interested in in, in the series um, I've seen two episodes so far um, but once I've seen it all I will I'll give a review of it. Mm. Um, but do you guys want to mention anything more then? Because we need to wrap up quite soon. You've seen Enemy of the State, one from the archive? Sorry. Put um, spot there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Enemy of the State. It's, um, I think it's 1998. 1998 or 88? Oh, no, it's not 88. Definitely not 88. No. 1998. I think so. 20 years old. I think so. I don't know. Son of a gun. Chris has got the DVD. Of course he does. Right. I can't find it. Okay. Keep well, talking. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, Will Smith is a lawyer who get basically gets caught up in a government conspiracy, and the whole film's kind of basically about um, surveillance and basically showing how much, how basically how much the government, how easy it is for the government to delve into our lives, and like basically how we have like no privacy. Um, so like the film kind of starts off with um, a senator basically he's being pressured to pass a bill to allow um, the NSA, I believe, to um, increase their surveillance, basically, on uh, on uh, citizens or basically decreasing the, the amount of privacy they have to, like, you know, like, tapping phones and all stuff like that. Yeah. And he's... Have you seen it? I have, but I literally do not remember it. It's been the same. I think I've seen, I've seen it before as well, but I, was, I saw it in CX for, like, 50p. I was like, oh, I ain't watched this in 10 years, so... Anyway, um, where was I? Uh, yeah, so the senator um, says no... Um, because he um, was thinking about like his constituents and he's like, yeah, I don't want to invade their privacy, blah, blah, blah. So they kill him, they have him killed. And basically someone, there's actually quite a few f- uh, recognisable faces in this. Um, so Jack Black's in it as like, oh. as, like, a, yeah, like a tech analyst sort of thing. And um, Earl from My Name Is Earl was in it as well. And um, yeah, so he, Earl, um, they make it look like the senator 
um, has like committed uh, not committed had a heart attack and his car just went into a river because they were in a park um, but they didn't account for um, a guy who played by Jason Lee my name is Al um, he studies birds so he's just got a camera so he had a camera just set up in the park and so he's like accidentally caught them killing that centre and putting yeah. his car and shit like that so they find out they tap because they're constantly like tapping phones and stuff so they find out that this geezer's got it and they go after him and they're just like they're just like chasing him down um uh, I think his name's Zavitz so Zavitz is just like fucking <laughs> running, through, running through fucking New York City trying to get away from these um, government agents and he runs into Will Smith they used to go whose character's called Robert Dean um and they used to go to university together so they stopped he stops and says oh like how are you sort of thing and um Zavitz is like oh like help me and whilst the geezers are running after him and he drops um the co- a copy of the tape in uh Robert Dean's bag whilst he runs away and then he ends up getting chased and basically chased to his death by the government police because he gets hit he gets on steals someone's bike and tries to cycle away from him away from him on like a motorway thing and he gets hit by an ambulance I think yeah this is coming yeah. back to me now and so he dies and basically now all these people are after Robert Dean they think that he knows um, they, they think that basically that he planned to meet Zavitz at that point and take the tape and take it to the the press or the government blah blah, blah. but he literally didn't know that he even had it is he is he just an everyman he's, he's just, just a, he's, he's, a, like he's a lawyer yeah, yeah, yeah no he's yeah, a lawyer yeah. he's like an everyday lawyer um so yeah, he doesn't even know he's got it and basically they just start fucking with his life. They tap his phones and they start surveying him. They go to his house and trash his whole house and then take all his clothes and then just make it sure they um, put microphones and bugs and excuse me and trackers in his clothes and they leave him with like one suit and one pair of shoes so they know they're like, that's the only thing you're going to use so we can track you. And so yeah, they're just following him, following him. They block all of his, um, they block all his like finances and stuff like that. They frame it to make it look like he's cheated on his wife, and that makes the wife really paranoid because he's, he has cheated on her before. Um, so yeah, so they basically fuck up his whole life, and they make him like kind of like go on the run sort of thing. And he meets up with this mysterious geezer called Brill, and um, they basically conspire to fuck up um, the government official's life in turn. So then, then they're just like it's like a, a cat and mouse sort of thing. They're yeah. just like chasing after each other. Um, and yeah, in the end, um, uh, obviously they he Will, Will Smith is smart enough to get all so the, these people that these mobsters that he was dealing with right at the start of the film who you kind of forget about, and the um, government agents he gets them all to the same room and basically gets them all to kill each other, huh. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty smart I guess. And um, yeah, and he gets away with it, and um, they they stop the um, they basically he basically exposes the whole you know the murder and everything like that um, the. Um, the bill that they were trying to pass to get the um, security invasion, whatever, whatever, that gets denied. And yeah. That uh, it seems quite topical. Mm. Because... Because I think I'm, it was before 9-11 as well. So like... Yeah. It, there was a thing that one of the characters said. It's like, if you say certain buzzwords, the government straight away, they're, they're tapping the phone. If you say ally, if you say terrorist, if you say da da they're straight yeah. tapping the phone. That's but, like, you know, it, I don't know if it's just because we're now in a technology technological age but there's always things about privacy tapping i think there was there's a big thing about the eu and wanting to like monitor the internet more closely um yeah you've got like gdpr so it seems like it's quite topical but Mm. did it seem really dated because obviously it's 20 years old all the technology they're using must seem like really Uh, you know 
Like mobile phones probably massive. Yeah, the mobile like, phones were quite big, which I thought was quite which I found quite funny. But apart from that, I don't think it was I don't think it was So if they different. remade it today, do you reckon they'd change much? Um I think it'd be fairly fairly similar. Like apart from, you know, just updated technology, like updated phones and computers and stuff like that. Apart from that, I think it'd be pretty much because there's a film from the seventies, uh, which Gene Hackman's also in, called The Conversation, mm. and that's about phone tapping. But okay. obviously, that's like landline yeah, yeah, phones, because yeah. obviously, like that's how Nixon got indicted, wasn't it? Yeah. Because of Watergate. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how this has always been a theme, mm. um, at least since the seventies and probably even before that. Like it's you know technologies. Oh, there's always a way to like monitor people. Yeah. Um, okay, so what would you give Enemy of the State out to? Uh, solid seven. Good action so. film. I think so. I, really, I quite enjoyed it. Um, Bit of a past the time. Yeah, because yeah, because obviously yeah, because I wanted I was going to cinema to watch um, Hunter Killer. I think it is, but I just couldn't bother to get out of my house. So I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm just gonna put a DVD. Don't up. fancy watching Johnny English. No, fuck that. Fuck that. No, thank you. Um, yeah, but it's it's a good film. Yeah, and I want I mean I need more Will Smith films in my life, man. True. Yeah, oh, true. more Will Smith films. I can probably. Tell you a few. Probably After seen, that, probably seen wouldn't say watching that was before. worth it. Did you watch Bright? Yes. Oh, I liked it. I know you hate it. We talked about this. I quite liked it. I know you didn't yeah. like it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that. Oh, sorry. Can I quickly talk about Titans? Yeah, go for Just it quickly. Ahead. So, yeah, Titans started on the uh, DC streaming app, which I do not have because it's only available in America. So, um, use my ways to watch it, obviously. And um, the first. <laughs> so, what I would set up is sum it up as, as I say, it's kind of similar to these Marvel Netflix shows. But it's definitely way more violent. Really? Like, like the first episode is super, super, super violent. Like Robin gets like this fucking geezer's head and he smashes it on like some glass and he just like shoving it across some wall thing. Really? Like, fucking hell. It is very violent. So Punisher level violent or more? Uh, Punisher does that. Oh, yeah. Punisher is brutal. Yeah. I would say it's about a part of Punisher. Is it? Do they kill? Yes. Like, yes, they do. But also, they say fuck, don't they? They say, but yeah, they fucks. Do you not think it's a bit controversial that they're killing? Like, because they're like heroes. So the point of so like in this um, universe, universe, Robin, he or sorry, Dick Grayson, his story is that he leaves Batman because um, he thinks that he was becoming too much like him, and obviously then you see him like. To be fair, in the first episode, he doesn't kill anybody, but Raven does. Raven kills someone by accident. Or Rachel, sorry, is her name in the, in the TV series at the minute. Um, but in the, sec- in the second episode, Robin does... Ki- I'm pretty sure he does kill someone. And um, Hawk and Dove, who are also in the series, who are very good, actually. Um, who, who? Hawk and Dove. It's just like two, two oh, yeah. superheroes. And they were like mates with Robin and um, Wonder Girl previously. Um, the uh, Hawk is actually played by... Um, uh, the big guy from um, Blue Line State. Oh, is it? Yeah. Frank Castle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, shit, what was I saying? Yeah, so, um, one of the things, they, as you say about the violence, one of the things he pointed out, uh, that Dove pointed out, was saying to Robin, like, oh, you've changed like, over the past four years because he comes in and just fucking murders a couple of people and he <laughs> chops someone's dick off. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's quite funny, I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm not going to lie, I'm really enjoying it. I quite, I quite enjoy it. Um, they're just kind of like it kind of seems they just don't give a shit and they've kind of like got no like they've got no bounds they're just mm. doing whatever they want sort of thing do you reckon it's definitely a reaction to the Netflix shows 
because they're like much grittier, more violent. Like, uh, yeah. or do you think it's just natural because DC's darker anyway? I think they are trying to be like these Netflix shows, but they're thinking, what well, we're gonna we're gonna do that, but more sort of thing. Isn't mm-hmm. Titans gonna be on Netflix? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, I would yeah. definitely watch that thing. Yeah, I think you should you should give it a go. Considering you're not a horror fan, you like violence. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just don't like gore. But that's. But the gore's not too bad. So what gore don't you like? Is it like just like in it? But I can see out? it. I don't like. I don't really like seeing like loads of blood all that much and I don't like seeing like like you can stab someone and I'm cool with it because normally people like, to, yeah. like stab through clothes and shit but if someone's like naked and you're just like cutting him and shit like that like, I can't deal with that okay. mm. nasty fair enough um, but yeah I'm enjoying it so far I'm two episodes in oh, then the, there's only two episodes out but yeah I think it's good okay yeah, worth a watch I would say cool well that concludes episode 63 uh, thanks very much for listening please do follow us on social media we're on twitter at podcast 17 we're on Instagram, Facebook, iTunes and SoundCloud under your average critics. Please do give us a follow, subscribe, share and like and give us a review. Uh, and then tune in next week. Peace.